Hello, star seeds, and welcome to a new episode of Rooted in Starlight. Uh, welcome to a new month of June. Welcome to the new moon in Gemini, which we had on the 30th. Um, I actually like these last couple months where we've had the new moon coming in right as the new month comes in because I just feel like it is really timely and kind of makes your, you know, when you're making plans or certainly uh, setting intentions or goals, I just feel sometimes like it can work a little better um, when you know that you're working with the whole calendar month as you're working with the moon cycle. Um, and so here we are at the beginning of June. This episode airs on June the 2nd. I am only going to cover a couple aspects today and then I will, <laughs> hopefully Mercury's working with me, I will have a uh, episode out uh, in the next day or so that will give you highlights of the month of June. Uh, part of why I'm doing that is this month starts off kind of quiet, which is, you know, a little different than what we've been experiencing. Um, I certainly know the last several months have been months where I was doing podcasts saying, whoa, that first week of this month. And um, so this is actually in reverse where the first week of this month in June, we have things being um, a little quiet. Uh, you might be feeling like they're uh, moving a little slow. Um, Mercury is getting ready to turn direct. Thank goodness. <laughs> I have to say that this Gemini Taurus retrograde for Mercury was a bit annoying. So, <laughs> um, and I always prepare myself for Mercury retrograde because I, I know you, that, you know, you never can fully know what it's going to be wanting to deliver. Um, but I have to say, for some reason, even though I was prepared, it still was really trying to find ways to throw me off balance and um, certainly off key of things that I thought I was going to be doing and working on and so, you know, I'm like, okay, good. Mercury's getting ready to go direct. It's going direct in Taurus. It will be going direct uh, depending on your location. So for those of us in the U.S. on the using the uh, Eastern Standard Time, it is at 4 a.m. Uh, tomorrow morning. This podcast is airs on Thursday. So it's like 4am in the morning when Mercury will go direct. Uh, it will be at 26 degrees of Taurus. Um, and it will remain in Taurus. So it, even though it goes direct, it's still going to be in what we call its shadow period. Because now what it's doing is it's going to cover the degrees that it was initially at before it went retrograde. 
Um, <clears throat> there's a couple of things that are interesting about this particular degree for Mercury. Um, and the, and they relate to the 26 degree is where, so Mercury is going to be covering the degree mark. Um, and what we would also say in astrology is that it's, that it's activating the degree of the lunar, the Taurus lunar eclipse that took place in November of 2021. Um, that was November 19th. I obviously remember that one very distinctly because I launched this podcast the week before I launched it on 11, 11. Um, and I took the fact that I was, that there was going to be a Taurus lunar eclipse into consideration because I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it with a lunar eclipse. Um, I know in the very first episode, I talked to why I chose to go ahead with that um, and use 1111. Um, but in relation to the lunar eclipse, for me, it was also telling because I felt that what was happening was I was I was willing to finally share um, my voice and and um, a passion and a goal that I have had for uh, decades and that in some way I had kept hidden. And so um, I just felt like that was, was a good time. And so one of the things that's interesting about this 26 degree mark for Mercury where it is at right now is the fact that it's covering that territory from that Taurus lunar eclipse of November 2021. It is also covering the degree mark from our very recent Scorpio full moon lunar eclipse that we had back in May, just had last month, um, because that was at uh, 25, 26 degrees. And so that I find to be an interesting piece of this as well. So I feel on some level with this, uh, and what's interesting too with it covering these eclipses is, so we've just had this Gemini new moon, and then we will have the full moon on the 14th of June uh, in Sagittarius. And so this is the first new moon and full moon uh, with on the Gemini Sagittarius axis that does not include uh, eclipses. So for them, uh, for our Geminis and Sagittarians, they are at least um, past that, you know, that, um, that part of, you know, having things highlighted in a, in a rather dramatic way with the eclipse season. Having this new moon that took place in Gemini does officially bring the uh, eclipse season that we were dealing with in April and May to an end. Um, but like I said, you also need to keep an eye on what can come up three months and then obviously the six months, which will bring you into the next uh, eclipse season uh, itself. Um, and so... Mercury will be 
June 2nd, June 3rd going direct. It will still be in its shadow period until June the 19th. Um, but it does move back into Gemini on June the 13th. Um, and so I feel that hopefully, you know, it's, you know, obviously it's going to take a couple weeks here, but now that Mercury is getting ready to start moving um, forward again, that, and this is an interesting situation because this is where then what you can find in these first few days to the first week of uh, Mercury being direct is then you can find information out that you were not aware of that. And especially with the um, Gemini piece being uh, connected to this, I do remember in, I think uh, the last episode or probably two episodes previous where when I was talking about Mercury being in Gemini, that I did state that because it was it had gone uh, retrograde in Gemini, that you needed to be careful of uh, some do-overs that might um, happen because Gemini is obviously the sign of the twins. And so I feel on some level that some of the information that may be revealed to you now and things that may come across now that you were not aware of will very much be, you know, on some level, on some level, they can be missing pieces to something that you've been working on or trying to figure out and felt that um, you were just not coming up with the information that you needed. Um, And so that could be uh, part of what what you may experience. Uh, what I'm also hoping is that now that we're about to move direct with Mercury, that we can get back into obviously a more balanced and even flow with our thought process. I found with this being this Gemini Taurus connection. For some reason, I just found that it had me having more of a, um, you know, more of a forgetfulness than than I'm used to, where I just would literally have the, a thought in my head and that quick it could just disappear, <laughs> and then and then twenty minutes later it would be oh. That's what I was trying to do. Let me go back. So I was doing a lot of, oh, let me go back to what I was initially doing before before I got pulled away or distracted. The distraction piece was was very difficult this time around for me. So hopefully that is going to uh, correct itself, so to speak, and um, that way give me more of some streamlined thinking Uh, so that it'll be a little easier to be getting things accomplished. Um, And certainly in relation to any of the tech issues that anyone has experienced, um, you know, hopefully that will be something that uh, I almost feel that there's been one thing I've been working on that literally every time I touch it, it just hasn't wanted to move in the last few weeks. And so there's a part of me where I'm thinking that I can probably now try and work on it and, and actually figure out what it is that figure out what it was or what it is that I wasn't seeing previously. Um, and so 
that hopefully is something that's going to be working out for everyone. For those of you that were able to really just be grounded and get lots of things done, um, that is great. And, and congratulations on that. Um, one of the things that is important about what's going on, Mercury, is actually one of the few planets that's very busy right now even though he is retrograde and, and it's actually probably because he's retrograde, he's moving slower. And so because of that, he is um, one of the few planets that is in conversation with other planets um, without throughout this first week of June. And I think that's part of why for some not everyone, but obviously for some, you may find that you are feeling that you are having some difficulty with um, moving things forward. Like you might feel like things have kind of just come to a standstill. Um, and I'll speak a little more to that when I talk about Saturn, which is obviously the next big piece of things that are happening in this first week of June. Um, but for Mercury, what Mercury is doing right now is squaring Saturn, um, because Saturn is in Aquarius at, um, 25 degrees. So he is, has formed a square with Mercury at 26 degrees Taurus. Now they had Saturn and Mercury had an exact square, back on April 24th. Um, and then Mercury moved past that by getting in the Gemini. And then once it got back into Taurus, it has reconnected with Saturn. Um, and then that leads me to the next big thing that's happening. And that is Mercury will be going direct. And then Saturn on June the 4th will be stationing retrograde. So Saturn is a slower moving planet to begin with. And now in this retrograde phase that is about to take on, it will be moving even slower. And because of that, the activation of the square that Mercury and Saturn were working with back in April um, has again been, you know, reactivated. And so, um, and that's interesting because with Mercury in Taurus, Taurus is a fixed sign. And so one of, and obviously so is Aquarius. And so one of your challenges when you're working with fixed signs and you've got a Mercury um, and Saturn square, and remember the squares are the 90 degrees apart, and what happens with planets when they're in conversation there is they tend to have some friction or tension. Um, there can be some restlessness, um, which that's interesting because of the planet Mercury being involved in this conversation. Mercury itself can be a planet that can create the anxiety and, and restlessness, um, certainly in the mind. So, um, and Saturn himself is a planet that, you know, can easily have us see the, the doom and gloom of a, of a situation. And so 
this particular square um, is one of those where Mercury's trying to come out, you know, Mercury's about to come out of its retrograde, but it's still moving slow. Um, and so it really won't pick up the pace until right around the 19th of June. That's when you'll start seeing Mercury then really pick up and just speed through the rest of Gemini and get itself into Cancer and so on and so on. Um, and so right now you've got an interesting situation where it's like one of the best things to be is to be um, less rigid, even though you have this square happening in um you know, Aquarius and Taurus, which are both fixed signs. And that Saturn retrograde could very well be speaking to as just as Mercury is coming out of retrograde, very much be speaking to that element of how is it you want to be working on something? Or where is it that you're having issues or challenges with things that you are working on? And and, and how are you stuck? And, and where is it that you're stuck? And so if you can um, understand the uh, challenges or, and answers to those questions, then you end up in a situation where Saturn and Mercury can say, okay, let's see if we can help you get unstuck as long as you're willing to look at the situation and say to yourself, what is it um, I'm not doing? Or, and even if you don't want to be putting it that way, then you can say, how is it I'm showing up? Uh, is the way I'm showing up and working on this particular project or this particular goal or this particular relationship, is the way I'm showing up helping and contributing to this moving forward? And to this being something that works um, for my highest good, uh, as opposed to something that is causing tension and frustration and difficulty. Um, and so that would definitely be something to be thinking about as we're working with this uh, Mercury and Saturn square. You know, how can we be um, <laughs> you know, less rigid? Um, in the way that we're thinking in, in, and also in the, you know, because Saturn is all about building and, and, and wanting to work with systems and structures that will help, um, help you create something that will last. And so that can be something where it's like, how can I be less rigid in, you know, obviously with Mercury, it's how can I be less rigid in my thinking or my beliefs and, how can I be less rigid in the way that I am doing things or uh, accomplishing things or interacting with others? You know, what is it that I may need to be looking at that would help me, you know, move to the other side um, and actually, you know, expand and grow? And that is the one thing with retrograde planets is that they can help you do that. Um, it's just being able, the biggest challenge is being able to be patient and to slow down because they themselves are slowing down in their orbit. And so the information and, um, 
the conversation and the emotions and feelings that might come up uh, aren't going to be something that will just come up and, and, and be able to be processed necessarily immediately. And especially with these aspects, because this Mercury and um, Saturn square, we're going to be feeling literally through the first week of June. Uh, you're going to be feeling this like pretty much right up through like the 10th of June. Um, and so uh, that is something to keep in mind. The other conversation that Mercury is having is with Neptune. So we have Saturn in his home sign of Aquarius. Neptune is in his home sign of Pisces. Uh, Mercury is not quite in its home sign. So Mercury is right now hanging out at the end degrees of uh, Taurus. Um, and so Mercury is sextiling Neptune. And this is, again, another... Um, aspect that happened back in April. Uh, April 24th, Mercury had the sextile with Neptune. That was the exact. And because Mercury was retrograde and moved back into Taurus, it is now back into degrees of Neptune uh, because uh, Neptune is at 25 degrees Pisces. So they are literally only um, a, degree, a degree apart from each other in a sextile. Now, the one thing that's good about this is, <clears throat> excuse me, as I've said in the past episodes, sextiles are a favorable aspect. Um, they are, they're actually um, helpful. It does uh, at times require effort to be, so that there has to be some kind of effort on your part to help move something forward. And so with um, this Mercury and Neptune sextile, one of the things that I think is interesting is that this is about very much trusting your intuitive self, trusting the um, insights and intuitive awareness that you have and and understanding that the solutions that you may be looking for are going to come from there as opposed to you know straight straight line facts of of some kind and so being able to trust how you feel about a situation and seeing how that can help you resolve um any kind of challenges that you may be having um or trusting how you feel about something and allowing that to be what moves you forward. Um, that is very much what this Mercury sextiling Neptune is all about. And again, it is something that it will be with us for, uh, you know, at least into this full first week uh, leading into the second week of, of June. Um, and then the last conversation that Mercury is having is with the planet Pluto. And so one of the things that's interesting, too, is to be aware. So Mercury is one of our personal planets. Um, you know, it operates very much with our thoughts, our works with our nervous system, um, our information exchange, our day-to-day -day communications, um, 
and, and the way that we order, um, order ourselves on a day-to-day basis. Uh, and it obviously works with the, the logical mind. And so this planet is having these conversations with the three outer planets, with Saturn, Neptune, and Pluto. Um, and so, and again, two of this, two of these conversations with your Saturn and with Neptune, it's already had um, these aspects take place the end of April. And because of this retrograde, it brought it brought Mercury back around to meet up with these same two planets. Um, and on some level, that can really be about what is it, especially since the spring, since the um, early part of spring, what is it that maybe has been missing? Um, what uh, information, what you know, particular resource may have been missing or if it wasn't missing it was something that was there that you were not fully embracing and using to its fullest um these conversations are happening at a time where they're saying let's get things in order um let's solve any challenges that may exist um and almost i feel as a way to kind of you know, help clear, clear the path so that if we have, you know, kind of loose ends hanging around on things that we're trying to work with, I feel like this is a period right now where it's saying let, you know, with Mercury involved, especially that it's saying, let's tie up all these loose ends. Let's work with, you know, getting these projects up and running in a way that is sustainable and fruitful, um, which is very timely for this time of year. Um, and that would reply to relationships and communications as well. Um, and so I feel with, with Neptune, it very much though is saying, you know, trust the, um, intuitive voice, your inner voice that you have and allow that to guide you to creative solutions, um, or even something, you know, clever that you wouldn't have necessarily thought of that may come your way now, especially as Mercury's getting ready to move direct. And then our third conversation is Mercury is trining Pluto. Um, Pluto is retrograde. Pluto went retrograde the end of April. Uh, that's April 29th. And there's something about that. There's something for me that, um, again, like I said, the fact that it's Mercury that's involved in these conversations and it is having these conversations at, at, in, with planets that it has previously been relating to from late spring, from, you know, the end of April. And so there's something about the end of April, if you found that, you know, things were not moving in the direction that you wanted, or if you thought that whatever you were doing or working on or working with um, was what you needed. And, you know, now you may find that there's additional information and additional resources. Um, 
that will come your way that will actually help you, you know, grow something um, probably beyond what you may have expected. Uh, and that's one of the things with the Mercury trining Pluto. Remember, Pluto is in Capricorn. It is currently retrograde. Um, this trine we are feeling because Pluto is at 28 degrees, Mercury is at 26 degrees. So, and Capricorn and Taurus are both the Earth signs. Um, and this will actually be exact on the 10th of June. So this trine between Mercury and Pluto takes place on the 10th of June. Um, but they are already, um, because of how close their orbs are uh, with only that two degree apart, they are already in that conversation and in or the orb together um, to be having that. And so one of the things that's really positive about the Mercury-Pluto trine is, again, as I was saying, this could be where some support may show up for you in a project or relationship that you've been involved with that you either weren't aware that you need it or that you've been feeling that, oh, this just isn't working out the way I want it. Things are just not happening the way I want it. And with this Mercury-Pluto trine, it's again about being very aware of what's coming your way um, because it may not necessarily be uh, in a, you know, tied up in a neat little box that you can fully understand. And so it's about being able to be connecting to your deeper self and say, oh, here's, here's something I, I, here's something I wasn't even aware could help me with this particular situation or this particular relationship. Because one of the things about this, and again, this is where I feel with it being these outer planets of, of Neptune and Pluto and Saturn, is that I feel like it's very much the universe saying, I have all kinds of ways to support you. Um, and you just have to trust that it may not necessarily be what you had written out or lined up or been envisioning, but that I can bring you the resources or bring you the support that you need. And it can be in some kind of situation that, um, or experience that you may be like, wow, I never would have thought that could help out. So that's one of the pieces with it that, that I think is, is really important to, to be aware at, to be aware of, um, especially within this first week, um, you know, to the first 10 days of, of this month. Uh, and especially because Saturn has now slowed and will be going retrograde because Saturn can sometimes, you know, make us feel like we don't, that we're not getting what it is that we needed or that we're not moving, that things are not moving along as fast as we want or that everything, or that it it's almost that hurry up and wait <laughs> um, scenario where you're, you feel like you're putting in all this energy and yet the return uh, 
the uh, energetic return doesn't seem to be matching. And so I feel like right now, there's almost a, a moment here where we're just being asked that, yes, even though we are in the height of spring, a few weeks away from summer here on the northern, in the northern hemisphere, um, I just feel with this particular lineup and what we're working with, that it is almost um, just saying, just pause a little while longer, you know, this month while everything lines up and that we get certain things um, cleared up and then, and then you'll see motions starting that, um, you know, and this movement, you know, starting that hopefully will be taking you in the right direction. And that very much is the case with Saturn, um, especially in, in the energy that you're going to be putting in because Saturn, like I said, unlike Jupiter, Saturn is someone that wants to make sure that we are putting in the effort. And while we're doing that, Saturn does not necessarily guarantee the return on the investment ASAP. So that is one of those moments. And that is one of those situations where when Saturn is retrograde, it sometimes is asking you to look at you know, what it is you're doing and A, making sure that it is something that really is um, for your um, truest vision and the highest vision of yourself and that it is a, a purpose that comes from your heart and your spirit and that whatever commitment you're willing to make to that, that you're willing to make the sacrifices um, needed as well in order for that to be something that, that can be expressed for you. And that is then when Saturn steps in and says, okay, great, that's what you've been doing. And, and here's, here's how I can help you with that. Um, one of the things that's interesting about this Saturn retrograde that's about to happen is that this is the last retrograde for Saturn in Aquarius. Uh, Saturn will be retrograde until uh, the end, the last week of October. He'll be retrograde till October 23rd. So it is going to be a few months, uh, which is the case for all the slower moving planets. You know, where Mercury can be retrograde for three weeks, uh, Mars can go, Mars and Venus can go retrograde for usually around a six week period. Um, our slower moving planets like Pluto and Saturn and Neptune, they go retrograde usually for three, four or five months at a time. Um, so Saturn will be retrograde until the last week of October. This is the last retrograde for Saturn in Aquarius um, because Saturn will be moving into Pisces uh, beginning March of 2023. And so once uh, Saturn goes direct in October, October 23rd, uh, Saturn will then obviously retrace his steps from where he's at now. He will be going from 25 degrees where he is at now in Aquarius to 18 degrees. Uh, the last time he was sitting at 18 degrees in Aquarius 
was in March of 2022. And so here we are again with Saturn and, and that springtime thing of March and April, because that's literally when he was covering from 18 degrees till where he is now at 25 degrees, this March, April, and May period. And now he's going to go back these next few months from 25 to 18 degrees. And so I feel with Saturn, it is very much um, that he is asking us, you know, just check on what it is you've been working on since the spring. Um, See the design, the system, the structures you have in place. What of that is working? What isn't? Is this something that you feel truly is um, meant for your highest good? Is this a vision that's coming from your heart and, and, and soul? And are, do you need to recommit yourself or what kind of uh, additional commitments um, do you need to make? Uh, what kind of sacrifices, what might that entail? And so I very much feel like Saturn on that level is asking us to, you know, pause and, and, and do that, you know, recheck and, and see what else we need to be uh, working with and, and what other um, resources do we uh, possibly need to bring into a situation to see what it is and, and how it is that we can get something to, to move forward. Um, and so that is something that uh, I feel is, is very important with this particular retrograde, especially because it's the last retrograde, which is good news for Aquarians and those that are Aquarius rising. You are in the last stages of Saturn being in Aquarius. Um, that's good news for all of us that are Leos as well. Um not that, you know, once Saturn moves into Pisces, you won't feel it because you will, depending on where Pisces is in your chart. Um, but if you've been in Aquarius or Aquarius rising, you have felt the tension and you have felt the taskmaster kind of hovering over you with every decision you've been making. Oh, are you sure you want to make that move? Are you sure you want to do that? That's can very much be the energy that Saturn can bring to a situation. And that is sometimes why um, that, you know, that doom and gloom gets associated with him because when that happens, it is definitely easy to kind of throw your hands up in the air and say, uh, you know what, I think I'm at a standstill and, and then I'm done here. Um, so that being said, other than that, we basically have many of the planets just hanging out in their home signs. Like I said, as I was saying, you have Saturn in Aquarius, you have Neptune in Pisces, we have Mars at home in Aries, Venus is at home in Taurus. She is at six degrees Taurus. So she's kind of, I think, just got herself unpacked and ready to, um, you know, see what it is she wants to do for the rest of the month while she's in Taurus. This is very much the week with Venus in Taurus. This is very much the week to do the, you know, how do I want to pamper myself? What is it that I want? Um, what is it I want to do that, um, 
you know, that will kind of bring me pleasure. I, I feel on some level that this is the, the period of the month, this very first week with Venus in Taurus, that this is where you kind of have the, the chill time, the relaxing time, if you want to indulge with yourself. Um, and some of that is because once we're, again, these first 10 days are kind of where things are going to be moving a little slower uh, for some. Um, and you might feel like you don't necessarily have the same energy um, or that, you know, things might be moving a little slower than you want. But then for Venus, then she conjuncts with uh, Uranus on June 11th. And I will obviously speak more about that uh, in the next uh, episode that I do for the weekly uh, podcast. But I'll also cover that um, for a little bit when I do that monthly podcast, which just gives you a rundown of some of the things that are going to be happening. That will be, though, a fairly big aspect, Venus and Uranus meeting up in Taurus. Um, because who knows how that's going to go. Uh, I will do a chart on that, though, and I will see what else is at play. And hopefully it will be something that um, will be a surprise you know, when you're walk, when you walk into a room and then there's been a surprise party planned for you and people are yelling surprise and, you know, initially you have that start, you know, you're startled by it and then you realize, then you, you start absorbing like, oh, what this is for. And then you're suddenly like, oh, this is great. Oh, I love this. So hopefully it will be that kind of an aspect. That being said, Uranus has done a lot of disruption in our um, systems and structures that Taurus rules over, such as money and, and food and supply chains. And so we will see uh, how that pans out. Like I said, I'll definitely do a chart on that to take a look at that and let us know. Um, and that is uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention that we have happening is on June the 6th, we do have the sun in Gemini, sextiling Chiron, which is obviously in Aries, uh, along with Mars and Jupiter. Um, and so that's, that takes place at 15 degrees. Uh, and this 15 degree mark is new for Chiron. And so one of the things that's important to keep in mind is that now that Chiron is in, in new territory with the degrees that he is in, this is a new level of healing and awareness and, um, you know, an opening for us uh, to see, you know, what is it that, um, what is it that we need to really, you know, open ourselves and, and in any process that you're working on to really be, living um, in the fullness and wholeness of your life, um, this 15 degree mark with the sun, um, with the sun having the sextile, I think this will be interesting to see what that is that, and the, and, and what it is it brings to you, who it might bring to you. Um, and again, how that may um, help, contribute to 
the fullness of you as a spiritual being having a human experience can be expressed um, at this time. Um, we still have Jupiter and Mars right now, currently, um, uh, in the uh, orb of their conjunction because Jupiter is at four degrees, Mars is at six degrees, so they are still traveling very close together. And like I said, that is pretty much it for this week. Um, this Mercury getting ready to go direct, Saturn getting ready to go retrograde, the meetups that Mercury wants to have with Saturn, Pluto, and Neptune, and and um, and just understanding how that in itself may be, uh, you know, causing some challenges. But what I do believe is that whatever it's meant to do, it's meant to actually really be helping us move forward. Because once Mercury gets past the shadow period on the 19th, then Mercury, you know, sails through, um, you know, it sails through uh, Gemini and gets into Cancer. And then, you know, you have the other signs then will be moving along as well. And so I just think that that's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the month will play out um, once we start really getting to like the full moon and and beyond that. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank you for the reviews and the the likes and the follows and the shares. Uh, I am very very grateful. Uh, I know on a, on the tech side, I it, you don't I don't necessarily express it as well as uh, I see others doing that. But please know I am very very grateful for all the support um, and for the um, you know for the positive response to this podcast, which means so much to me. Uh, I want to thank you for allowing me to have this space and share this with you. Um, and, and the fact that, that this is resonating with you on some level, I do want to remind everyone and hopefully I will successfully share this, um, on, uh, social media, uh, the, obviously for anyone that was not aware the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial, there was an, you know, an initial verdict that came through, um, and I spoke with Sandra McKenna from the Unforgettable Conversations podcast uh, last week, where we actually did a conversation on what the natal charts looked like for Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. So if you did not catch that, that is still a very uh, timely topic uh, to be listening to. And again, that's the Unforgettable Conversations podcast with your host, Sandra McKenna. She will also be putting out, God bless her, a second podcast. Um, and that is going to relate and tie around uh, where her career uh, has been, which was in the travel industry. And so that is, again, as I said last week, I'll give you information as I get more of that, because that's going to be a very interesting uh, podcast and I think very helpful um, for everyone. And so thank you all for, um, showing up and tuning in. If you are interested in reaching out to me 
for if you'd like to know your natal chart and have a reading with me, I can be reached through email with uh, rooted in starlight, which is all one word, rooted in starlight at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on Instagram so that you can DM me, it would be Trisha, T-R-I-C-I-A dot Morrissey, M-O-R-R-I-S-S-E-Y dot 31. Uh, For Facebook, you can find me under Trisha Morrissey and also under my Facebook page, Rooted in Starlight. Um, I want to thank everyone again. If you are interested in getting a, now that we're, my goodness, in a new month, if you're interested in getting a calendar with the lineup for the month of June, um, again, either DM DM me or uh, send me an email and I can get that off to you. Uh, Hopefully now that Mercury is retrograde, I can do the finishing touches on a website that um, has um, been, you know, has been created. And I just need to do some finalizing before I actually say, oh, come look here and, 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 and reach me through this way too. Um, And so hopefully that will all be lining up for me. uh, Like I said, now that Mercury's going direct. Um, Thank you everyone. And remember, Reach high for the stars lie hidden in your soul. Take care.